like for as long as like I've been sexually active and I mean, especially in like casual settings, there's just like kind of always this expectation that like if you fuck a guy, you have to blow him. When you say you have to blow him, you mean blow him to completion. No, but like just put it in your mouth. Yeah, you have to do something. Hello and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships. I am Keith. My co-host is the incomparable Mike. Hello, Mike. Hello. And uh, believe it or not, we have persuaded yet another woman to come on our show. Welcome, Emma. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, we're we're excited to have you here. We're going to get into your relationship to the program a little bit later, but uh, you know the routine here. Uh, but for our newer listeners, we begin our episodes with a viewing of porn that Mike provides us. Uh, after that, we sort of go wherever the conversation meanders. But we often use the sex subreddit for conversation prompts. So let's get to it. Uh, Mike, what do we have today? Okay, as usual, we, we have two videos. And as usual, the uh, links will be in the show notes so people can follow along. Uh, we'll watch them and I'll uh, sort of describe the action and then we can discuss them afterward. I think each one is under a minute of content, so nothing major. Um, so yeah, so why don't we queue up the first one uh, when you're ready and uh, you okay. count it down. I have it. Are you ready, Emma? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I'm going to start this. Uh, a minute. 30 okay, seconds. Gonna, all right. I'm going to start this in three, two, one, starting. So this one's curious because it's a young lady in a swimming pool, but uh, something strange about it. And she lifts herself up and you can see her naked butt. Well, it's animated. Now the cameras. Yeah. Is it? What <laughs> yes, makes you think that? She's zooming in on it and it's uh, uh, sort of a vagina, vulva sort of thing you're seeing zoomed in and out. Now she's standing up, she's bent over and she stands up fully and you're just seeing her feet now. And now it zooms up to her and you see her front, the lower half naked and someone's offering her her bikini bottom and that's the end. Um, So the thing I thought was compelling about this is that um, I thought that this anime, yes, of course it's a 3D, it's like Toy Story except much, much, much more realistic. and I, when I saw this, I mean, first of all, it's clearly, in my view, supposed to be an un- underage person. Uh, let's, yes. let's just assume for the sake of the show that she's 18, so we don't have to litigate that side of the issue. Um, I think it's highly likely that this will replace porn. I, like, I think I could masturbate to this. Forgetting about her being underage, that's not the important point. The important point here is that I think that um, it's getting to the point where it's realistic enough that I don't think it would matter visually for me that it's not real. Yeah, I um, let me think here. Uh, yeah, whatever. So 3D renderings like this have been getting better throughout the years. I occasionally masturbate to porn like this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and... Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know if I'm proud of it or not, but the quality of the rendering is really, really good. Like who's making these 3D models? I mean, they're very anatomically um, strong. And Well, I saw Keith, the, I saw a, um, uh, at least in terms of the motion, they can use motion capture, right? So they can, so I've seen, uh, there's a woman who makes videos that I, I, I saw where she basically has a lot of followers and she 
does motion capture and changes her appearance on them. Uh, and you know, it's just your standard sort of, um, male audience fair checking out a woman, but it's actually an animated version of her for the most part. So, I mean, this is like a thing that's pretty, pretty out there. Okay. Uh, pretty, pretty capable, pretty, pretty available. When you, when you, uh, masturbate to this, Keith, do you, is it interspersed among, I mean, A, I'm curious where you find this stuff and B, is it, do you, do you like, is Thursday like, um, animated chick day or is it uh, sort of like, like what, how do you, cause, cause I do not consume this kind, uh, although I'm now intrigued. Mm-hmm. Have, had you seen this before? Had, Emma, had you seen this before? This kind of thing? Before? Um, I've seen it before. Like I would never masturbate okay, to this you, though. Like you ever. Did, you have not gone down this rabbit hole. No, I don't really uh, have any interest. I'm trying well, wait to- a minute. You don't have any, so there's like a philosophical distinction, but let's say that it was realistic enough looking that it was actually hard to tell that it was animated. Do you think you would care? Um, it, it would have to be like so good that I actually couldn't tell it was animated. So it's like, I have nothing, I guess on principle, like about not masturbating to like 3D porn or like 3D rendered porn. It's just, I don't know. I think because it's like so obviously not real, there's just like, it doesn't appeal to me on any level. Like I don't think un- this is obviously valley. not real. I think this is like, it, yes, if you spend some time looking at it, it's obviously not real, but like it takes a second. Uh, I, don't, I don't agree with that. But. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. What is, but what does obviously mean? Okay, right. So you guys know what the uncanny valley is, right? It's It's when, yeah, there's a rendering is close enough to reality that it's almost sort of creepy. Like your brain has this reaction to it that makes it sort of, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the spin out or something. Um, this does not cause that reaction to me. So I don't know if it's far enough away from being very close or if it's so close that like the uncanny Valley no longer exists. I mean, um, I think the former would be my guess. Like it's just so obviously not real that like, you're not even kind of approaching that threshold. Yeah. Have either of you guys, okay. Okay. Have you seen those, you know, there's like those comic books that are really popular in Asia um, of, I think it's called hentai. Does this hentai mean pornographic definitionally? I believe it does. Okay. Uh, Have you guys ever masturbated to that? No. Oh, okay. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> interesting okay well i mean this is interesting right so i have um it can be sort of compelling um and but then, that stuff yeah. is like is like cartoonish right i mean it's clearly and i i just i don't know what to it tell is. you like i just disagree with emma i don't think this is obviously not real i think that if if you were i'm not sure how many okay there's some distance away from this that you'd have to be okay if you were 100 feet away from this or whatever, 50 feet away from this, you you would not be able to tell me that it was not real. And so it's like, there's this question of like, how close do you have to be to be sure that it's not real? And like, I think, yeah, I, I, this is much closer to realistic to me than than I think she's giving credit for. I think, I think like the technology is very close to having this be indistinguishable from real. Her I'm not face, sure what the, yeah. I mean, they don't focus on her face much, but her face is not nearly as high quality, right? Like that creates more of an uncanny valley for me than the rest of her body. Maybe it's, but maybe that's on purpose, right? I mean, that's like the thing that this made me think immediately was like, is this like a real issue for like the porn industry? 
Like, I mean, is this, if they're able to render something that's sufficiently realistic, like how do you have a porn industry then? Well, and you can imagine video games incorporating rendering like this. I don't know if this kind of thing can be rendered in real time yet. Yeah, that's the uh, issue. Like a porn, a video, you could have a computer churn away on it for, you know, a week making the video. And so the quality can be really high. Um, maybe, yeah, but maybe the rate limiting step is like the artistry of yeah, building a facial model or something. My guess here though, is that they're not trying for a perfectly realistic model and that they could actually make it more realistic. Yeah. could be. Although right. if you look at her butt, if you look at her butt, there's actually like imperfections in it. And like the way the water rolls off of it is pretty realistic to me. Like the, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's a small pimple on her left butt cheek. <laughs> so Keith, uh, Keith, you didn't answer the question. Do you? Oh, sorry. Is this yes. something where you'll like have a day when you when you focus exclusively on this type of porn? Is it something you mix in? Like, what 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 what's the motivation here? I think. Let me think. I think what would happen is I would go to Pornhub or whatever, and sometimes you know it has like the recommended videos, and sometimes okay. it'll recommend one of these you know, cartoon or 3d renderings. And then once you, once you click on that, you know, it recommends you more and then you sort of end up on the, in the feedback loop where eventually you end up on something like this. I don't think I, you know, you know, it's the third Wednesday of the month and you know, it's, it's 3d rendering day. Yeah, no, it's not. It sounds like it's like your, it's like sort of second tier content that you'll use if you can't find anything. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, it makes me wonder if it'll someday. It's different. It's different. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe we should move on to the second porn, which I think uh, will be more a a female area of expertise, uh, for sure. Um, and, uh, this one uh, is also in the show notes, but, uh, you have to scroll forward to one hour, one hour. It's a long video, one hour, 25 minutes and 20 seconds. We'll mention that in the show notes too. Wait, is it, Uh, this is a 124 10 or 124 20? Do I have it in the wrong spot? Oh, 124.10. My bad. 124.10. Forget what I just said. 124.10. And uh, this is a recording of a cam girl. In case people don't know, you can uh, search. If you're watching a cam girl on Chatterbait or whatever, you can actually um, search their name, their stage name online and often find videos of them. So that's how I ran across this. And... uh, yeah, I did not watch the entire thing. I sort of, as men typically do, kind of went through, um, went quickly through it, scanning and found this uh-huh. interesting piece of content. So anyway, so, you should count it down. So you say. Um, okay, I'm queued up. Emma, are you queued up? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, starting. So it's a woman with a uh, black vibrator vibrating her clit. You're sort of in a pelvic view here between her legs. Pelvic and view. she's sort of... Yeah, she's sort of uh, making noises with her. She's uh, she's she's playing to the audience a little with the sound she's making. Um, she's sort of vibrating herself and looking down. She turned it up. It's faster now. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, she's she's seems like she's close to climaxing, maybe from the sound she's making. Uh, Do you believe she is? Maybe you've seen this. Well, she hasn't yet. Here, she's licked her hand. Oh, I and now see. She's, she's trying to really make it happen with uh, with some fingers inside. And here she goes. Okay, now you see... No, she's still having trouble doing it. 
<laughs> She's frustrated with She's herself. So close. Yeah. Uh, how long does this continue for, Mike? Uh, there it goes. <laughs> there it goes. We got to it. You see that she appears to be okay, having an orgasm, and you might have actually missed it because you were. Yeah, I, we queued up a little earlier than, and now she's actually pushing in and out the vibrator. Um, the important thing to see there, and you can yes. pause it there, okay. is that right, I'm pausing. you actually saw the contractions of her anus and vagina. Mm-hmm start and then only at the end of the contractions did she give a sort of verbal reaction as if she was orgasming and i found that really interesting uh, you might want to like if you don't if you didn't notice huh. what i'm saying you could go back like okay. a couple right. seconds and I'm, watch I'm the last try to go back a couple seconds here but it's yeah. a little tricky this this video is yeah, it's such a large video that it's <laughs> so it's, it's hard to like get past the Yeah. Okay. All right. I see. All right. So she, there's some contractions and then she says, uh, and I quote, you actually oh, fuck. See, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so it and makes I, me wonder like, yeah, what's going on there? Do you have any thoughts on this? Do I have any thoughts on this? Yeah. You, um, I don't, I think it could be genuine. I think it probably could be like the start of maybe like a really like kind of like rapid orgasm that maybe like couldn't be sustained. Um, yeah, it, it seems kosher to me. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, isn't your experience usually that the buildup and release of pleasure happens before the contractions, not after? No. Like, oh, okay. So tell yeah. us more. Well, I think it can go either way. Um, I like definitely before is like usually kind of the lead up. But then like after you can kind of have these like or even during these like kind of spasms, I feel like that are just like energy. Maybe that's wasted. I don't really know how it works, but I've experienced that. Um, Yeah. Or like, I mean, I've had orgasms that had like no contraction at all. It just like kind of depends on like the intensity of the orgasm. I think it I think it varies a lot like from person to person and also just like encounter to encounter. What does an orgasm with no contractions feel like uh, in your brain and in your <laughs> vagina? It's just, I mean, it's usually like a more like slow, sustained kind of experience. So I feel like it, like it, you get to the same point eventually, but it's just not like with the same kind of like intensity all at once. Okay. But, but you don't, okay. But I mean, like, so you've obviously, uh, <laughs> You're experienced enough to have like uh, experienced or seen, witnessed many male orgasms. Yeah. Uh, and so the male orgasm is like extremely simple in the sense that, or it's sort sorry, I should say it's, it, it tends to be very, um, follow a standard script, right? I mean, there's the guy ex- visibly experiences a certain amount of pleasure and then like toward the end of that or toward in the middle to the end, like you have these contractions that mm. are obvious that happen in his penis and then sort of resolves you're saying that your experience of orgasm is like fundamentally different from that is that right i mean it, it can be yes i would say that okay do it you varies, ever have orgasms that you think yeah do you ever have orgasms that you think basically follow the same script as the male one yeah i think so but that's i wouldn't say that's like the majority of the orgasms that i have but it's like definitely some of them are they the best or most intense of the orgasms you have hmm 
You know, I would say they're probably the most intense, but I wouldn't say they're the best. Um, what? What's the difference? I think, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is like a, a very like female thing or maybe it's just a me thing, but like sometimes like very intense orgasms that are like following just kind of like a lot of stimulation that's just like kind of frequent and all at once, like that's like so overstimulating that it's like almost unpleasant and like obviously it's like still an orgasm so it's not wholly unpleasant but it's not as pleasant as if like it had just kind of been slower hmm. is there an analogy there for men like is it when somebody's you know still trying to jerk you off like right at yeah i don't think there is an analogy for men i mean probably something similar to that like just like anything that would be like really overstimulating. I don't know what. But like in a way that's like almost painful. I don't know if that. I don't know if there's an analogy, Mike. So are you ta- are you are you taking the position that like in a substantial percentage of the time you orgasm, it's not the the say thirty seconds or whatever whatever period of time it is that you're calling the orgasm is not in some in a substantial percentage of the time it's not that different than your experience before and after. It's not like this totally different experience. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's okay, not what I'm saying it's different. I just it doesn't like follow the same script all the time. So there's like not always like this kind of like intense like sequence of like. You're talking about like contractions or like this like very kind of distinct feeling. Like it it is the same feeling always. It just like varies in intensity and like kind of how quickly that like comes about. So when you have one that's that does not follow that script, do you ever ask yourself, like, was that actually an orgasm? No. There it is. No. And <laughs> I, I knew this question was coming, but no. Why, why don't you ask yourself that? Like, I mean, it would be, well, I mean, like, for example, if a guy had a, you know, a pleasurable feeling, but no, he didn't ejaculate, say, I think he would naturally ask himself, like, was that an orgasm? That would be like a normal question to ask. So why don't, why don't you think you ask that to yourself? You're just, it's so clear that like, there's no, yeah. Like in your mind, it's so clear that you're just like, oh, this is exactly definitely what happened here. Because it's like it's just like this very, like distinct, like kind of like feeling and like clarity that like, I don't, like I don't know, like when it just when it happens, like you know that it's happened. Like I don't really question. Do you think there are, is there like it's okay? Go ahead, Keith. Do you think there are some people who could be confused on this topic? About like whether or not they had an orgasm. Yes. Of course. Okay. So what is the distinct thing that's occurring? I mean, I don't, I like, I, I don't really know to be completely honest. I mean, like, uh, like I have supernatural. like, I have like certain, I guess like biofeedback that kind of clues me in. Um, Like generally I know like if my like, clitoris is like so sensitive that i like literally can't like the thought of touching it is just horrible like that's Mm -hmm. usually kind of a tip off and then there's like you know kind of other things but i will say it is one of those things that when i was like younger and like more inexperienced i like thought i'd been like having orgasms with partners and then it like wasn't until like i got a vibrator that i was like oh like that's what that's supposed to feel like 
But I will say, like, I kind of had never had like the reassurance that I had like been having orgasms until that moment. And then I was just like, okay, like that's what it is. Okay. So I, there was so some when you use, go ahead. When you use a vibrator, do you find that you tend to have one that follows the the script that we described or does even with a vibrator, does it have like this sort of quality of sometimes the pleasure happens here, sometimes there, sometimes there's a contraction there, or like a, a few, or does with the vibrator, is it like, is it like, does it, is it more likely to be similar to the male experience i think that's accurate yeah okay let's so let's see where this so is going Go what ahead. would you say to somebody I, I know what you would say you're just going to say fuck off but like what would you but but like you could imagine somebody coming back and saying okay so the vibrator ones are orgasms and the other thing you're talking about is not an orgasm which is yeah what i would say that's the position I would take. <laughs> okay well all right is your response do you have any other response to that other than fuck off i mean no, that's about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah, there's some. But it's interesting. Do you ever have? The, do you when you use a vibrator? Do you ever have these more sort of diffuse experiences, or is it is it yeah. the, or the vibrators? That's sort of the magic key. You you do. You I do. do. I totally do. Yeah. I would say it's like at a a lower like frequency than not, but it still definitely happens. Because I think a lot of it is like not even necessarily like stimulation dependent. It has more to do with like. I don't know, like how tired I am or like how turned on I am or how like quickly I want to get things over with. There's a lot of other factors. Yeah, so Keith, I mean, one of the things I would say for the guy's experience here is that it's like, in some ways, women have the luxury of being able to like decide what they want to call an orgasm and not, and men sort of don't, right? Because with a guy, there's like, yeah, it's just like there there are these other physiological processes that accompany it. But like, Mm -hmm. as a man, like, and I think Keith has a similar experience, like, there are definitely things that happen that feel really good that are not orgasms during sex. Or and and as a guy you like define them very black and white in this way because of the male function, right? Um and so like it's it makes sense to me that there can be a wide set of experiences. It's just like yeah, a guy is going to have a tendency to make it very black and white. And on some level the answer could just be like who cares? Why does it even matter? Yeah, but it sounds like what Emma was saying. <laughs> Let me mansplain to her what I think she said is something like there was some point in her life after which she was able to recognize a binary yes, no on orgasms, like before which there were things happening, none of which were orgasms. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, probably. But I also like still kind of had like this murkiness as to like. Well, like I think this is what it is, but I'm not really sure. And then uh-huh. there was like a definitive point where I was like, okay, okay, okay. And now, okay, and then you sort of like learn what the line is, and then ever since then, you feel like you can accurately identify orgasmic experiences that many of which Mike would claim are not orgasms. Is that like a? Well, it doesn't matter on some level. I mean, who cares, right? But yeah, uh, do you find that? Um... Are there men, or or I guess without vibrator, but um, either way, are there partnered or sort of solo non-vibrator experiences where you're able to generate the same feeling as with the vibrator, something you were not able to do before first getting a vibrator? No. Or is there really like no. the vibrator experience and the non-vibrator experience? There really is. Like it, I, I hate to say it because it's, I think, a frustrating thing for a lot of women or not, but yeah, that's very accurate. So without a, so if you would, so if, if you lived in 1700 the year 1700 and there were no vibrators, it's reasonably likely you would never have experienced an orgasm in your life. Yeah. Right? I think that's probably true. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think 
We had another guest that said something that sort of suggested that as well. Yeah, that sucks. Well, good thing it's 2021 and we have electricity and motors. Well, Keith, do you want to, do you want to tell the audience more about what, what was, uh, why Emma's on the show? Sure. Uh, no, Emma, how, what is your connection to the show? I started listening to the show in November, I think of 2020, uh, after Keith introduced me to it. How did we meet? On a dating app. Which one? I don't recall. There are many. I don't, I don't remember either. <laughs> okay, good. I do. I remember. <laughs> no, it, no, it wasn't that one. It was no, it no, was, no. I, I was going to make was, one up, but go ahead. Okay, yeah, it was Tinder or Bumble, probably. Or Hinge. those are the main ones. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, okay, so you guys, you guys are actually lovers. That's, that's a generous a, term. Yeah, that, that's probably overstating our relationship. You're not haters. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but not. You have, but but you're now you're just friends. I think yes. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. So you were your sort of ex. Uh, date. You dated a little. Yes. Sure. Okay. So Emma, you've had the pleasure of of experiencing some of these things with Keith. Yes. <laughs> Some of these sort of sexual experiences. Millions, That's cool. millions and millions. Millions, yes. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Is that the primary reason you wanted to come on the show to sort of talk about your sexual experiences with Keith? No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but uh, but unfortunately, Mike's here to yeah. <laughs> force that upon us. Well, you did say that you had some thoughts about the uh, Keith's blowjob uh, concern. You actually had a number of things, both from that and your... Uh, and your listening, your your encyclopedic knowledge of the show, right? So maybe you maybe you'd like to talk about a couple of those things. Would you? Yeah, I mean, maybe we could talk about the blowjob thing first. So you so you what's the like question? our previous guest, Ali. Well, you like our previous guest, Ali. Uh, um, are perplexed by Keith's claim that uh, blowjobs are somehow an imposition on the woman, and you actually enjoy giving them. Is that right? I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Um, I think they're oh, okay. I think they're. They definitely can be an imposition, and I think a lot of women have that relationship with blowjobs for a good reason. Because um, I mean, what's the reason? I yeah, mean, what's the I, reason? I don't know. Like for as long as like I've been sexually active, and I mean, especially in like casual settings, there's just like kind of always this expectation that like if you fuck a guy, you have to blow him. And not with me. It's very true. Um, well, hang on. When you say when you say you have to blow him, you mean blow him to completion. No, but like just put it in your mouth. Yeah, you have to do something, but also like I don't know. Well, don't you don't you think that in the twenty first century, there's also an expectation for the man to provide oral to the woman? No. Whoa. Oh, that's interesting. We can no. maybe touch on that later. Okay, so you don't. So it's not your favorite activity, but you you're fine with it. I think that's fair. Yeah, but I, I think I can enjoy it. More than at other times. I think what the, helps you enjoy it? Okay. If it's obligatory, it's yeah. not. Well, I think generally anything that's obligatory is less appealing. Um, but it's also, it's just like, it's very dependent on like how much I don't hate the person. Like if the person's like likable, not just beyond like a sexual element, then it's much more appealing. So do you give a lot of blowjobs to people you hate? 
given a lot of blowjobs to people I wouldn't have dinner with. Why? I don't like just, just being, you know, like promiscuous, like early 20s. Like, I'm, I'm like, this is mostly about like one night stands. These aren't like people I was regularly seeing that I disliked. So, well, yeah, what's that all about? So, I mean, I've, I've, I've talked about with male friends about this topic before. And so is it that you are hanging out with a guy and there's some moment in the evening where there's just this expectation you'll do this thing and you're kind of like, all right, I'll do it. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like what, yeah, what, what, what goes on in your mind that makes you kind of go there? Like go to like a blow or like go to like any type of like sexual encounter. Well, I'm imagining, no, well, I mean, I'm. Well, let's talk about a blowjob and let's narrow it to make it simpler. But I mean, you know, you said that they're guys you wouldn't even go to dinner with, but you're blowing them. And so I'm thinking that must be out of some <laughs> sense of obligation or like I had a friend, I had a friend once who had a house in the, in LA with a pool and it was a very nice house. And he told me that uh, when he would invite a lady over, a young woman over, that he felt like she basically viewed it as an obligation basically to effectively to pay him back for inviting her over and letting him hang out letting her hang out there so that she would she would give him a blow and he he complained about it actually because the obligation extended only to blow jobs and not to actual penetrative <laughs> sex Which, what a rough, what a rough life kind of funny yeah, it sounds, sounds hard. Is, is that what's going on here or is it is, am i misunderstanding i think that's honest that's probably pretty fair um I'm so I'm like I'm younger <laughs> than you too and I grew up basically like in like you know like on you know dating apps like Tinder Bumble were around like basically since I became interested in dating um so I think with that came like kind of the the setup that dating was transactional or that like if you went out with someone there was some expectation that there would be like a sexual engagement of some sort um, obviously that's like not a rule for dating apps, but I think as like a young kind of like inexperienced woman that was dating people that were a lot older than me, I kind of just fell into that, that expectation and I didn't even like question it after it had happened like several times. And the, I'm a little curious about the dating guys a lot older than you, but let's stick on the topic here. The there, I assume there's no recipro uh, reciprocity, right? Like there, there are no such requirement attaches on the guy, right? I mean, basically, what I'm imagining is you would go out on a date, and the guy would somehow, it would just become obvious that you were supposed to give him head. Yeah. You would, and then that's the end. That's and then there would be no more sex with that person. Maybe you never even see that person again. Is that right? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. It's usually like. There would be like some obvious cue that like, okay, like the interest now was like purely sexual. And then it would be like, give him head. Fuck him. Give him head again. Would like, like have him finish. Like that was usually it. So you would be at like, you go to his place or your place. Okay. Right. So it's just like, and okay. I understand. Um, I mean, at least if you're having penetrative sex, like there's some chance that you could enjoy it. Right. Sure. So this is interesting. Chance. So so Keith's attitude so Keith's attitude about about blowjobs actually might be motivated partly by being on these dating apps, right? The, the if, if there are these women having these extremely transactional experiences with men, like Keith might be just a sensitive guy. Keith is a sensitive guy and he might be kind of like where like I might not notice that. He notices it. He's like, "Oh, these these women don't want to be doing this because like this is how all the guys behave." Is that fair? I mean, I don't think that's what's going on, but sure. I mean, we can 
we can go with you don't that. think it's that keith is sensitive can i, mean, I can i can i state my position <laughs> before you guys well, decide all what all my I'm position say is. is that like that argument is squashed by like someone eagerly presenting themselves <laughs> to him and then still saying no well he just doesn't believe you but go ahead keith that's that's right like i i don't yeah i don't believe when people say i really want to give you a blow okay look i can believe it it's just this like persuasion parade is kind of weird generally like it's weird that like i can't just be like yeah let's go but i feel like my position of yeah my bias that they may not be being completely honest about their desire to blow me is a reasonable bias given what emma has said here and right you know my, it's like my he, general... it's like uh let's say that um you liked getting massages getting massages is fine but you find out that like and this is true that like a lot of massage parlors just amount to fronts for prostitution and you're not a big fan of that for various reasons you might kind of have a negative cast about getting massages even in a situation where you know you know that's not what's going on right i mean you might it might just basically like darken the whole thing for you yes and i'm arguing that my 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 bias is not unreasonable apparently not if if the if the uh if i mean emma is sort of confirming the bias in the sense that like uh, apparently there's this uh yeah well it's like i see on I'm trying to think a trope that you see on TV shows, whatever. I see it. I see it around as this trope of the guy basically pushing the head, the girl's head down to his crotch mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. at a certain point. And apparently, like, yeah, to me that doesn't ring true. But you're saying it essentially does ring true. That like that's like a, what he does amounts. Uh, there's a lot of guys that they do what they do amounts to that. It's the moral equivalent of that. Yeah, that right? I mean, or it's like literally that. Yeah. Huh. Do they take when they're going to push your head down? Do they take their pants off first, or or do they wait till your head's down there? Not always, not always. So, do they want? Is the idea that you, the order of operations get her head there and then unzip really fast, or like make her do it? Yeah, make her do it. This doesn't sound very nice at all. It's really no, it's not. <laughs> um, but it's like yeah, it's like a gate or hurdle toward the main event which may or may not be pleasurable in well it's pleasurable for one person but (laughs) yeah yeah uh why do you put yourself or do you do you still put yourself in situations like these do you think no no i'm I'm mostly talking about when i was like like barely legal like on dating apps Mm. like this is sounding pretty hot yeah i'm sure it was for for those that were involved. barely legal the, well the, you know the reason why when you're i mean i guess maybe male psychology bifurcates or whatever it did switch it there's obviously it can fan out in various ways but the a thing that makes it not hot actually is when you have too much exposure as i have had in my life to women like you who explain that it's not actually hot and then you're like oh you know but if if as a man you only you you confined yourself to a certain set of information and you consumed primarily porn like you might be able to avoid the female perspective and then uh, find it find it really hot right I mean, like, like, well, she definitely wants to do this i think in theory it's really hot like some like 18 year old like college student like very sexually inexperienced like wants someone older to like basically like play sex with like that's super hot it's i think the kind of like how that plays out and the people that tend to be interested in that 
um that makes it like not hot but of course like in theory well, what would I think you, that could be super hot what would you rather have happen so okay you would yeah yeah what actually in that situation what what do you as the woman what do you want to have happen i mean you mm. do want to have sex with the guy like yeah. that's compelling to you at some point but like what yeah what should he do if he was trying to like actually make it a good experience for you i think just like not being like forceful as pathetic as that sounds like that's a good strategy um and like letting things like kind of evolve like not rushing things um i'm like thinking about but like, don't you a- think there's a lot of don't you think there's a lot of guys that would then i mean there's this whole notion of the red pill and there's a subreddit for it where guys like basically build their dating life around being forceful because there's this notion and the incel involuntary celibate guys talk about this too. They're like, Oh, if you're not forceful, then they'll, women will just think you're, you know, beta, you're not worth worthwhile. Yeah. You're beta. And then they won't have sex with you anyway. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't think that's true. I mean, this is interesting. This is like, I feel like dipping into a lot of uh, areas of my sex life, but I don't think there's anything wrong with being forceful. Um, yeah. I, I actually think, like that's very hot, but it's only hot when it's consensual. Like if I've told somebody that I want them to be forceful or like I want them to do like some like consensually non-consensual act, that's fine because that's like arranged, but it's like some just casual hookup that like turns like very aggressive for like no reason. Like that's like, that's gross. Right. What's a consensually non-consensual thing that someone could do to you mm. or has done? Like what's a thing that you've found hot or maybe Keith did to you, with, <laughs> you, with you, not to you, with you? Um, yeah, like like giving like a really like rough blowjob or like like kind of like controlling like the speed of someone's like mouth against like their penis. Like that could be a consensually non-consensual thing. I'm assuming with Keith, it was uh, that he would force you to let him give you oral for this really <laughs> long period of time. Uh, that's good. Um, He's like, no, look, just not. wear this anime costume and then face Sydney. <laughs> yeah, I, I should not have revealed my, my predilections for anime porn. <laughs> I'm really interested. Um, yeah, I mean, along those lines, you mentioned that a previous guest, Ali, seemed too vanilla for you. Um, and you brought up a couple topics. Keith, what were the topics you brought up? I have a list here. Um, oh, should, should I read the list, list and then, topics. and then we'll go, we'll go one by one. Is yeah. that okay? Let's All do right. it. So, uh, the list <laughs> was, um, first off, Emma said, Ali seems really cool. So that's, you know, I, I, I also that's want to clarify I didn't mean to be. that I, Ali is not too vanilla for me. Ali's Ali. Her sexual preferences are fine. I was just commenting that her sexual pre- preferences are just like so completely opposite of mine that it was it was funny. Okay. So I just wanted to clarify right. good, that. Yeah, Emma, good I, caveat. I, I Ali, prefer, if you're listening, I prefer I, to I operate. Okay. I prefer to operate in a an adversarial worldview, and so your attempt to make everything sort of comfortable for everybody actually offends me. <laughs> so. Well, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> so, all right, here's the list. Okay, but okay. Uh, she one doesn't eat ass two doesn't sleep with women three thinks pegging is weird four hates oral sex um oral sex performed receiving on a woman. receiving receiving yeah she she dislikes receiving oral sex okay so um 
Yeah, I mean, let's just start at the top here. Yeah, I mean, I think I I agree with your analysis that Ali uh, does not and is not interested in eating ass. Um, the implication here is that uh, you do or are. Um, can you can you put some hair on that? And I'd like to know first <laughs> off, choice off the top. Just hang on on the off the top. I'd like to know: Did either of you rim the other? No. No. Okay, so that hasn't. So you guys. Okay, but anyway, go. So we have to speak in generalities because unfortunately we don't have. Uh, the- <laughs> okay. Um, I will say I've never like you know I've never had like the thought or like the impulse like oh I really like want to go like lick someone's asshole today like that like that has never crossed my mind to Brown Town. However, <laughs> I mean I think you guys have like a a term that you use when discussing this, but it's like your you know your disgust <laughs> oh, threshold my- is suppressed at like a certain level of arousal and so like there have been like several times where like uh, you know i'm like having sex with someone i'm like really into and they're like eat my ass and i'm like okay and several yeah wait i okay but let's back up here so so have you do you enjoy receiving or just giving or and i realize with all the caveats you just gave that you wouldn't just do it out of the blue yeah do you enjoy have you enjoyed receiving it as well uh not especially. It's like not something I would request. Okay, but you. So so so. Okay, so so your 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 conflict with the philosophy espoused by Ali here is it boils down to just that you're willing to do it, not that you like super want to do it or find it hot or like it's something that you would put on the menu, but you're just willing to do it. Yeah, it's and like, you don't want to receive it either. It's like not something that intimidates me. I guess. See, I think this is true. I don't know if this, intimidates this, the word. Maybe it is. I think actually, Puts I think it sort off, of yeah. is. Maybe that is the right word. Yeah, I am intimidated by my own and other people's assholes. I think this is, I, but my view is this is like what rimming is generally. Like nobody actually enjoys it. It's just like this weird threshold activity where it's like, but I can I can make someone else do it, you know? And it's, it's sort of compelling just to get someone in, in the consensual non-consent. Sense, I think some I people, I think some people come from rimming. I don't, or, or, or maybe, well, maybe, right, maybe they have orgasms in the in in Emma's sort of uh, non vibrator sense, but not ones that <laughs> orgasm, not orgasms. My my fake orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, for a man, for a man, it would not, it would not, it would not remove. You wouldn't have to put your semen anywhere. But the so when you were licking the guy's butthole, mm-hmm. Emma, um, what was that? I mean, it was just it was acceptable, but it wasn't turning you on. Was it turning you on? <laughs> I'm trying to think now. I mean, let's see. Was alcohol involved? No. Oh, that's too bad. (laughs) And it was still tolerable. Um, So it's usually There was no alcohol involved in cleaning it either. (laughs) God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was another thing I wanted to comment about. But um, so it's usually like part, well, like showers. Like I feel like that's like the easiest rebuttal ever about like, Oh, it's not clean. It's all, it's all like, just take a fucking shower. Yeah, haven't you ever, okay. Okay. Sure. Emma, but haven't you ever been in the shower and we are toward the end of the show, Keith. So I, we're, yeah. we're in the second half, so we're not uh, going to book gross people out too much, hopefully. But, uh, haven't you ever been in the shower and like you clean your butthole and then you're like, okay. And then you go clean it again and there's a little more and you clean it again. And there's a little more. That's never happened to you. Cause it's happened to me where you're like, it's actually kind of difficult to get it all. It's like, it's like you, you use the soap and you get one layer. And then there's another layer and there's multiple layers. Of course, I'm an extremely hygienic person. So I clean my butthole until, until I get, until it uh, red on the <laughs> until, until, there's, until there's nothing left. Yes. Uh, but, um, so, I mean, I don't, so the shower I don't think is like a cure-all, right? I feel like a shower is a prerequisite, but not 
I think she's worried. She's worried now. She's like, he's right. Well, no, he's no, right. no. I'm like, I'm curious because like we're we're assuming this is all like completely like superficial at this point. Like we're not. There's no like internal anything, right? Yeah, but you can have multiple layers of gunk on a piece of skin. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, we're not. Yes. Yeah, yeah I've never, I've never had that experience with your own butthole. Yeah, I've, I've never. Do Are you, you like vegan or something? <laughs> no, but I mean, I also think like not having any hair helps. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask, but I don't know how to ask that politely because it's a very sensitive topic for women. But yeah, men have hairier assholes and some women have hair in and around their assholes. Some have more than others. Some have none. Uh, but that occurs to me as a fairly uh, conflating factor here in terms of what a reasonable amount of butthole cleanliness is. Okay, so anyway, you're so you're licking this guy's butthole. Yeah. And you're thinking what? Like, I don't know. What's <laughs> like, next? I how, how long do I have to do this for? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. When um, you're licking the guy's butthole, are you like stroking his penis or is he doing it? Like what? Because you're kind of back there. You're not really in position. Yeah. I think I've done both. I think the last time this happens, like he was stroking himself and then maybe I was touching myself. But yeah, I don't have like distinct memories. And he was, I think it's gone, it, it's it's gone typically both ways done, though. Is it, is it in the missionary, so to speak, position, or is he? Is it in the doggy style position, typically? Is he think. on his back he's or is on he his on back. his knees? Yeah. Okay. He's on his back. He's on his back. Okay. Oh, so you're sort of under angle. his nuts. Yeah. He like lifts his hips up, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. All right. That's bullet that, point one. Can we okay. move on, Mike, please? <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. All right. Thank you. Uh, okay. Two. Uh, uh, Allie doesn't sleep with women. Which, I th- yeah, I think we've confirmed that. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you Have do you? you consider yourself bisexual? I do. Yeah. Okay, and that means that you would like go on a dating app and you would meet a woman and date her for three months or something. That's a thing oh, you yeah. would do. What are your What are your preferences on Tinder and Bumble? Um. So I like don't date a lot of women, but like I sleep with a lot of women if that's helpful. It's very helpful. So when you say you sleep with them, like what, 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 what could you describe? Like, why don't you describe a typical lesbian sex encounter to us? If you could a typical lesbian sex encounter. Okay. Yeah, what, what's what, what good one? Like what's, what's good. What's what's, how does it go? Like how, what's the, cause we, we know what the process is. I mean, apparently for the men on Tinder, it's just, uh, they go out on day, they take you to their house and then they push your head down and unzip. That's the experience. <laughs> What's the well, what's, the, like what's the lesbian? I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm being facetious, but what's the what's the lesbian experience that you know? What happens? I mean, I think it it varies like anything else, but it's like generally like there's some like making out. There's more like foreplay, I would say generally, but also like I think the like the line between foreplay and like actual sex with like two women is maybe a, not as distinct. Um, so what is the is the foreplay like touching yourself, touching the other person? Do you touch each other simultaneously? Like yeah, what, what yeah, kind of I would activities? say it's actually it's like much less like kind of solo than would be like with like a male partner. Like I would often touch myself with a male partner, but like I don't that's not really something that would happen with a female partner, or at least hasn't happened to me. Um yeah, so there'd be like a lot of foreplay. That could be like anything from like groping, like touching. Um and then usually there's like a lot of like 
oral sex. That's like a lot of it, honestly. Is it typically like one person goes first and then the other? Yeah, generally. Um, and then is there communication or is there better intuition because you, you know, know the lay of the land or whatever? I mean, I think it that's like very like partner dependent. Um, like I think if you yeah. have good like chemistry with someone, there isn't communication. Um, it's just like kind you of could argue fluid. the opposite. You could argue the opposite. I mean, yeah, I mean, in my experience, when you go down on a woman, when I go down on a woman, I can try my sort of like encyclopedia of things that I've seen work in the past. And, you know, maybe I'll happen on the right, the right thing. Uh, I often do, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, it helps if they're like, no, you know, I prefer, you know, more G spot stimulation or I prefer more clitoral stimulation or, you know, more to the left or faster or slower or whatever. Uh, what's my question? My question is, I don't know. Do you have to communicate is. about that? Is it yeah. obvious? Oh, yeah. Is it obvious? Yeah, I thought I thought you were asking, like, do you have to communicate about, like, who goes first or like that kind of oh, thing no, 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 that no. yeah, yeah. No, I'm, that's yeah. like pretty intuitive oh yeah there's still like communication because i mean like women i think there's like this maybe this impression that like women are just like so good at like giving other women oral sex because like they themselves have a vagina but like or i guess i say they themselves have a vulva but like given that we've just had this conversation about how like a lot of women are not in touch with like what their orgasms actually are like i think it's that's actually just not the case that like a lot of women like still need kind of coaching in the way that a man would when giving oral sex to another woman. That there's no penetration, I assume. Right. Or either, either none or very little. Right. Yeah, there is. I mean, it it depends on the person, uh, like depends on what they're into. Sometimes it's like just fingers or not. Like some people don't like that. Some women don't like that a lot. Um, I mean, there's like other ways to penetrate people. So is there, I'm curious, you said that the who goes first is pretty intuitive. Now, um, with a man, with a, with a heterosexual couple, it's typically the woman, I mean, the right kind of sequence is typically the woman orgasming first because the man's going to lose interest in sex typically after he orgasms. Um, now Keith has dated before a woman who also lost all interest in sex when she had an orgasm. And so then he had to have a race with her each time, a race he did not always win, mind you. Um, and, and that, yeah, was, that was, tough. It was a lot of, a lot of time spent in the bathroom, masturbating into the toilet, uh, as she Watching slept. Watching hentai. Was, right. He was pushing his own head down. Um, but do, so you say it's intuitive, but I mean, like, it, it, like, how does that, so, and I've, I've also wondered this with gay men. It's like, so you have now have two men where like they're both each of them is going to lose interest in sex and it's, so it's like well so yeah I mean it seems that seems like it must be complicated. There's nothing like that in your experience where like it's you might have a partner who loses interest or something after she orgasms and so like it's better for or maybe you're someone who loses interest and and then you wind up in a race with them. No, I have never had that experience with a woman. Okay, yeah. so it's totally chill. You like one of you comes and then the other. Well, how do you know when to stop tension. then? You kind of just, <laughs> well, that's the thing that I think is kind of fun about like hooking up with women. Like when you're used to hooking up with guys, is that like women, a lot of women can have multiple orgasms and like there isn't kind of this like hard stop on the experience. 
Um, well, so how do you how do you stop? You just you just exhaust yourselves. Sometimes you run out of lubrication. No, that generally okay. doesn't happen. But um, I mean, at some point it would. But yeah, I get mean, a dehydration. That's when you just like use lube. But um, I don't know. You feel it out. Like, Have you done any MFF scenarios? MFF, yes. You have. Now, why haven't you offered that to Keith? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Keith seems kind of averse to Let me a lot tell of my you, sexual Keith's, preferences. No, no. As Keith's agent here, I can tell you that uh, <laughs> Keith would jump at the uh, the more Fs you can add to that equation, the better. The more Ms, the more Ms, the, the worse. <laughs> I think I think he's being honest about that. Maybe two Ms would be okay for him, but I think no. No. Maybe you, you could have like a furry or a hentai character person. <laughs> um, so just so are you saying your MFF experiences have ha, have just happened sort of spontaneously? No. Or you, somebody doesn't have to kind of set them up? I wouldn't say they're set up. I think there were a couple times I kind of like just kind of walked into them. Like I would text like a fuck buddy of mine like, oh, hey, like what are you doing tonight? And they'd be like, oh, like I actually like have this person coming over. Like, do you want me to ask if you can join? That happened like several times. Sometimes they were like, and the more fuck formal, buddy, but the fuck buddy is always a man in that situation, right? And I mean, in that particular situation, yeah. Have you ever said no to that? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Okay. So the, you get propositioned this somewhat frequently, enough to say no and yes. Yeah, at, at certain points, yeah. Okay. Have you and have you ever done an MMF or an MFM, depending on the situation? I don't know the distinction. Between MFM those is two. just where the men don't have sex okay. with each other. Oh yeah. yeah, yes, I have. You've done that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so it was like the sort of they're on either side of you, high fiving over your back. Yeah, basically. situation or how does it was that? No, no, no. no. But I think you're being they're like not engaging sarcastic. in anything. They're like not engaging in anything sexually. Got it. With each other. Okay. Yeah. And is three your limit so far? Um, only like in terms of experience. Yeah. You would do more than three. I would. Yeah. Okay. Do you know any women you think would be willing to do an MFFF, for example? Like with an attractive man, uh, Keith's age. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have a lot of. I like just moved to the city not that long ago, so I don't have a lot of like close. Uh, close female friends i'd I'd be comfortable asking that too but would you usually do this with a close female friend no i mean not like a like a close platonic friend but i see you know someone you've had sex with yeah okay keith why don't you uh what's next on the list oh right sorry i'm was Keith was just daydreaming distracted. about his, his, yeah. his, his force. <laughs> yeah, my mind wandered there. It was a raging, uh, raging erection there. Okay. Uh, three thinks pegging is weird. Uh, pegging is weird. So you don't think pegging <laughs> yes. is weird? Yeah, pegging is weird. I mean, I don't I don't think much is – that's not true. I do think plenty of things are weird. Uh, no, I don't think it's weird. Um, okay. And you've think, done pegging. I think a standard man – a normal heterosexual man desiring to be pegged is a little suspicious. Suspicious of what? I think gayness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, Keith? Yes, that's yes. I wasn't actually saying I was just being his agent again. Like I don't I don't think it means you're gay, actually. I I have persuaded I myself. I said that suspicious, like, not uh, dispositive or or okay. certainty, but that amount 
of yeah the, the combination of well i mean i guess there are a heterosexual men who are who are very submissive but... emma you 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 uh, is it fair to say that you do anal uh sure like it's fair to say like regularly no but do i on occasion it's something you'll yes, do yes and you you can understand the that it's an enjoyable thing or is it again a thing that the guy wants that's not really compelling i mean i think it's something that is not all that compelling for me but i do understand like how it could be okay for the guy because it's sort of dominant yeah or i think i, I mean think i like have known women that really enjoyed it but i don't fall into that category and you have not actually pegged a guy i have is that right oh, oh you have yeah okay. please please Was elaborate it one of the guys that you did the analingus with or a different no actually no so there's a, so that's interesting. So there's some guys that like their butt licked and some guys that like their butt fucked. Yeah. And they're not the same guys. Interesting. I think yeah, so why don't you tell butt, us the- Hold on you, a second. I think getting getting pegged is submissive and getting your butt leg licked is sort of alpha. So it's uh, it's yeah. not surprising to me that those two things don't line up, even though they are both in the same uh, region. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. You were going to describe to us your pegging experience. Yeah. Um, One of them. <laughs> yeah it's uh i don't what would you like me to describe um, uh, how did he communicate to you that he wanted this performed on him yes that's interesting he asked me if i would fuck his ass okay and this was like during foreplay like you know during the appetizer course at dinner or like when did this when did this come this up? is like during foreplay okay and then this, requ- not- I mean, this requires a harness and a dildo too right yeah so who provided that? He did. Because I mean, like I was at his house and I didn't show up with one in my bag of tricks. So you're on a date with a guy or you're, 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 having, you're having foreplay with a guy and he's like, guess what I have? I have a harness and a strap on dildo. And you're just like, great. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was, okay. I should preface this by saying like, this is someone I knew fairly well, like strictly as like a sexual partner, but like nonetheless knew fairly well. Um, I was like aware that he had this interest. Okay. I guess I maybe had just never like expressed a lot of interest in participating, but I think probably like he just got really turned on. He sensed that I was really turned on and then just like thought he would shoot a shot. He thought this was out. a good just time to, to clear the air here. This to clear the air here. This was not Keith. This is someone else. This was absolutely not Keith. Good, good okay. clarification, Mike. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, so, okay. So he, so he, he, he brings it to you. And you got to put it on. And then do you, I don't know. <laughs> okay. What is he, what, what is he, so what goes on? You, you're basically wailing away on his butt and he's, he's, he's beating off. Is that, and, and also was it missionary or doggy style? <laughs> I think it was missionary and he's like, definitely like, like stroking yeah, it's the second himself. time I've been surprised. This is the second time I've been surprised by the answer being missionary. Okay. I mean, these were also like, yeah. this was someone I, I f- knew fairly well and like I'd had a lot of sex with. So I feel like. He wanted to make eye contact during, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. during the pegging. I wait, mean, wait, that's did what you I know? Assume. Okay. You hang on. You'd had a lot of sex with him before, mm-hmm. but was it a novelty? Okay. Did you know he had a strap on harness before this moment? Or is he like, guess what I, it turns out I have, or <laughs> had he just bought it? No. How did that go? So I, I should say, I knew that like he like played with his ass a lot, like solo. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Come on. That was, that was quite the grimace. 
Um, <laughs> well, I mean, didn't that bother you? I mean, weren't you kind of like, oh, well, why would it bother me? Because, because some people are out there, you know, uh, I don't know, inventing things, and this guy's playing with his ass all the time. At some point, it's like, no, that's not what I meant. Like, he I mean, wasn't playing with his ass speak, like, all the time. What do we do all day? But yeah, but like, I think as a percentage of the time that he spent masturbating, a significant portion was devoted to his ass. Does that does that fare better? It really bothers me. Okay. okay, I mean, come on, you've got God gave you like a really good part in the front, and you just can't, <laughs> you're just not willing to use it. Uh, did he give you any guidance about, uh, how to insert this in such a way that it's not like, like, was he wearing a butt plug all day or he's just like always ready and accepting or like, yeah, like how did the initial penetration go? I'm going for, I'm rooting for butt plug all day. (laughs) There was, there was no, there was no butt plug. Mm. Did it just slip right in? Not right in. (laughs) Like there's, there's some resistance, but. Okay. It was okay. not well. He he was a practiced, yeah. He is something that he. I mean, that's it's like on in porn, right? I mean, the the, yeah. the the different people who do this have done it so much that uh, they they know how to work those muscles, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Is is okay. pegging a thing you would ever introduce into a relationship, or would you really let the guy do that? Mm. Like, is it? Something Did you I would enjoy the power dynamic? A, no. Yeah. Did you like? Yeah. No. Which is. I think maybe like something we don't want to get into, but like my experiences with this person had not been consistent with that power dynamic. If anything, they were the opposite. He was normally more dominant. Yeah. Huh. Huh. So he's a dominant man who plays with his ass. Okay. All right, we gotta we gotta get to we gotta get to the. I mean, we're not we're not we're not making as much progress as I had hoped through our list of questions for Emma here. But all right, so all right. Uh, I mean, this one this one's gonna. I mean, it is. I think it's a little weird that Allie does not enjoy receiving oral sex myself. You're like as a connoisseur. So, I I don't understand. Well, I like I like giving oral sex, and uh, it seems like most of the people that I have, uh, sorry, all of the people I've done that to have. Uh, enjoyed that. Yeah, sorry, I, I misspoke. You're supposed to say done that with, done that with, not to. Oh, right. Done that with. Right. Thank you. Inclusive Sli- language. Keith. Slipping over my, my words here. Uh, so do you have any advice for Allie on how she can become more comfortable or, or, or explore more with receiving oral sex? I mean, yeah, just like hook up with someone that's good at it, which I, is like a, a shitty recommendation because you don't know that until... You know that, but yeah, there's no way to, you you can't well, so see what, like a Yelp okay, review on. or whatever. What makes well, what 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 in your view makes someone good at it? Like, I think in a way, like the the people that are like very good at giving oral sex are like not super like technique heavy. Like they kind of just like know very simple things, and then they can either like increase what they're doing or decrease what they're doing or they can like let the woman like be in control of what's happening so i think it's like so more is almost better i think i understand what she's saying so like if a guy comes in here with some sort of like tongue gymnastics and he's convinced that this is exactly what you want that can be not so great yeah absolutely if if he's malleable in such a way that you can insinuate him toward 
doing what you would like that's that's better yeah i mean like and like you still have to be doing things that like are pleasurable like you can't just like sure be yeah. completely Maybe out you of can't it just but... be there like a sack of potatoes yeah there's exactly. some active involvement yeah. okay so I'd like to so I'd like to understand here what your ideal scenario is here. So is is your ideal scenario that you're on your back? Is that right? Mm, no. I think like face sitting is generally your more ideal, enjoyable. Though, right? Yeah. You prefer face sitting. Okay. So yeah. you're and are you is it um what what direction is your face pointing? Towards like the head of the bed, I guess. Okay, so you're not looking at his penis, you're looking at the wall. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so then I assume that you don't want him to insert fingers in you then because it's sort of challenging in that position or do you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that would be great. No, I, you, I don't. Okay. You don't want yeah. that. Okay. So in that position is the primary thing that he's supposed to just sort of stick his tongue out and you grind on it? Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so, so in her, in her Keith, in her ideal situation, the guy's doing, uh, it, it would be hard for a guy to be bad at that, wouldn't it? You'd be surprised. <laughs> what, what what could a yeah, guy? What are some, oh, what are some of the arrow okay, modes? This makes sense. He's trying to do stuff. If he tries to do stuff, it could be a problem, right? Or what just she do wants too is much. just a soft. She's like, like slapping you, his fingers Emma, away. Are, Emma, are you one of these people who, when you were like a teenager and you first learned to masturbate, you did it by like grinding against pillows? I was not one of those people. No. Okay. Yeah. Strike one, strike strike four. <laughs> Make a lot of mistakes here. Okay, definitely not. But you do. But now either. you find. Um, do you find that you prefer to be on top in PIV sex as well? Yes. Well, that's interesting. And, and is it a similar here. sort of? It's a similar sort of grinding. Then Keith, Keith, is that what you is she did with you, or to you, whatever preposition you like? With me. Did we okay, fine. Which, with? Did, is that what she did? Did yes, she that, that did occur. bring herself to climax by so. grinding on your Wait pelvic bone? Pubic bone? I don't remember. Do you remember, Emma? Oh, no. Tisk, tisk. Oh, come uh, on. Yes, that is what I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What else did what, you What do? I meant to say is yes. Did you... F- wait, wait. I, okay. This is important. Did you face sit, Keith? <laughs> you mean, was I face sat on? <laughs> no, I think yeah, Keith should answer that know. one. Uh, yes. Okay, and she, but she was facing at, away. Our listeners cannot see, but the look on Mike's face right now is <laughs> great. <laughs> do you do you uh, do you kind of because I mean, oftentimes face sitting is associated with a sort of asphyxiation play, or you know, kind of like using your your butt to kind of like yeah, that doesn't face. appeal to me. Yeah, my my recollection. Okay, but you do is put your Emma. Let me breathe. Okay, so I was you, worried, you, you, you but you put. <laughs> Why were you worried? Just like the longevity. I uh, didn't want anyone. Oh, Keith Keith was interested in being faced at for a really long period of time. Oh, yeah. It seemed that way. <laughs> That's hot. That's hot. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, listen, we've been recording for well over an hour here. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap it. I, yeah. Does anybody else have anything else they want to say to clarify or set any record straight i think we have i think there's a lot more here we could explore uh, yeah. but maybe we could do it in a future episode yeah i think yeah i mean we have a whole we have a whole list here we didn't get to so yeah we'll have to have emma back so emma thank you for joining us and, and tolerating us we appreciate it you're very welcome 
So that'll do it for episode 33 of Your Mileage May Vary. Reminder, we pay $15 uh, for feedback sent to ymmvpod at gmail.com. Rate and review us, please. Tell your friends uh, and all that. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Your Mileage May Vary.